Hello everyone, welcome back to The Co Show. My name is Mason Co. Here as always, sitting across from me, my co-host Aaron Co. Ah. And uh, today is Thursday, November 19th, coming at you a day late because last night the NBA draft took place. Um, kind of snuck up, honestly, you know. Uh, it, it was obviously announced it would be this day a while ago, but out of nowhere it felt like it kind of just came up and... Um, yeah, I mean, overall, not too exciting of a draft, I'd say. Not a ton of surprises. You know, you got the Bulls reaching up at four. You got a couple trades, but I would say kind of a very low-key night compared to what I was uh, anticipating. I have two things to say. Hmm. Fuck the NBA. <laughs> and fuck Howard Schultz. <laughs> yeah, fuck Howard Schultz, for sure. Um, what else you got? Uh, I got LaMelo getting drafted to the Hornets, which is kind of interesting, especially given LeVar Ball's history with talking shit about Michael Jordan. Um, you know, just a lot of a lot of potential things there. But, yeah. uh, you know, uh, yeah, I think I think overall it was a pretty solid, solid night as far as teams not making crazy decisions. The Bulls. Definitely uh, did reach, not saying that Patrick Williams won't be a great player, but it's one of those things, you know, we said it with the Seahawks pick, first-round pick this year too. Could have traded down, could have got him later or whatever. Right. But uh, other than that, I mean, I guess. I think it was hard to trade down this year. You know, even the number one pick, nobody, I don't know that anybody really wanted that number one pick because there wasn't a, a sure guy yeah. there. So it's it's, you know, last year you desperately wanted it. Yeah. Um, many years you desperately want it. When there's not a consensus guy at the top, it's not, you know, it's almost like you'd rather not have it and you'd rather just pick third. Mm -hmm. And then if the guy doesn't pan out, you have an excuse and also you're paying him less. Um, but yeah, it seems like there wasn't, you know, any real top tier talent up there. Um, maybe there's some depth to this draft. Um, it was good to see. Where did uh oh gosh now I'm gonna blank on their names uh, Isaiah Stewart Isaiah Stewart where did Isaiah he go again Stewart. Denver yeah no no, 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 no Detroit. Detroit Detroit yeah yeah mm. I thought he was going to you know one thing that they gotta fix on the damn draft is they make trades before the draft but they aren't really trades yet they can't be finalized they can't be announced basically so Portland technically drafts Isaiah Stewart and they have the you know the Portland logo up there and you know. All that kind of stuff, and then but then they're talking about Detroit, and I'm only half watching this draft because again, fuck Howard Schultz. <laughs> but um, um, I just thought I think it's like just figure that like change that like the yeah. NFL, they they don't do it that way. The NFL is stupid sometimes, but you know they don't have a guy come. You know, well, well, you know, when you could do things in person, they didn't have a guy very often come out and wear another hat and and then be like, oh. He's actually going somewhere. I mean, it's just stupid. It is. It's yeah. confusing when you're watching it, especially if you're not a big fan. You're like, wait, where's he going? And mm -hmm. there's just there's all these, and they have to kind of ha explain. And I just put the right fucking graphic up there. Yeah, I don't know. It's at weird. the very least, they should allow the coverage to just put up the right yeah. graphic. Like at the very least. Yeah, but. it's just very bizarre. Um, so I was glad. Yeah, I was glad to see Isaiah Stewart. You know, go in the middle of the first round there. What was he number sixteen? Sixteen, I, I yeah. believe. Um, 
that's cool. You know, I think before the UW season, he was maybe projected a little lower than that. And Jade McDaniels, some had him as a, as a lottery pick or, Mm -hmm. you know, even a top, top six pick, something like that. Um, I think Isaiah Stewart will be a, I think he'll, you know, he'll have a really solid career. He's not going to be the top guy, but he will be a guy that gets you, you know, you know, plays 25, 30 minutes, gets you 10 and eight, plays good defense, plays hard, plays with heart. Um, you know, as far as Jaden McDaniels go, I don't know. Different description of him. He's, um, very, very talented. Um, he has a beautiful looking jump shot that doesn't seem to go in all that often. (laughs) Um, he, you know, I, he was one that I watched, uh, at the beginning of the UW season, I was really excited about him. For one, he's a local kid. For one, you know Isaiah Stewart's from New York, but um, but Jaden McDaniel's is from Federal Way, where I grew up, um, and so I was you know rooting for the guy, obviously. And but the first few games, I'm like, God, he looks like a kind of a crybaby and a powder and horrible body language, inconsistent effort. And I thought, you know, he's probably just feeling a lot of pressure. Everybody says he's going to be a top pick. Um, and he's just feeling that pressure and that's getting to him, but no, I think that's just who he is. So, mm-hmm. Hey, I hope he turns, figures it out. I hope he turns, turns his attitude around, Yeah. but he goes to Minnesota, which is where NBA players go to die uh, quite often. Um, and yeah, I'll, I don't know if he's in the league in five years, I'll, I'll be a little surprised. Yeah. And he was a part of a trade that included the Lakers receiving Dennis Schroeder. So the Lakers technically drafted Jaden McDaniels, right. but um, the Lakers gave up Danny Green and eventually would become the draft rights to Jaden McDaniels. Receiving Dennis Schroeder, uh, sixth man of the year, uh, runner-up last year, and essentially, you know, he he started in Atlanta when they were terrible, uh, and had a had a great season, but other than that, when he's coming off the bench, he's a perennial six man of the year candidate. Great catch and shoot player, you know. Danny Green is known for his catch and shoot ability. Really? Yeah, but <laughs> honestly, at this point, Dennis Schroeder, I, I would say, is better at that even. And also, he he can put the ball on the floor and create his own buckets, get other guys involved too. So I think this is just a great pickup by the Lakers. No need for Jane McDaniels for them. So no, I mean he's he's wrong in every aspect of it. And yeah, he's a he's a pro. He's if Jaden McDaniels becomes a, a good NBA player, it's gonna it's not gonna be this year. It'll be two or three years down the road. He's you know he's gonna have to develop. Um, yeah, despite you know great talent and he's skilled in many ways. He can he can handle it. Um, he can, in theory, defend multiple positions, but he's not what the Lakers need now. They need no. a guy who can contribute right now. So, and yeah, Schroeder is exactly. I mean, he yeah. fits the mold perfectly. I saw a lot of trades for low what what will likely be low first round picks. I mean, you never know for sure how all those turn out. And I, you know, if I'm an NBA GM, I don't want any of those. Pi- I don't like those picks. Yeah. Like I want I want top end talent. <clears throat> Or I, I would rather – what are there, 30, 30 teams? Yeah. Um, I would rather pick thirty number 31 overall than number 28 overall because when you pick uh, in the first round, you have to guarantee that contract. Mm-hmm. Um, 
if you pick number 31, you can you can cut the guy. And just as either are just as much of a shot in the dark as far as yeah, talent it is. Wise. You never. So. I mean, you never. What's the difference between twenty eight and thirty one? No one knows. Yeah. Um, you know, usually the first couple players are are obviously more talented, although they bust as well yeah. quite often. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I saw a lot of teams trading for those low first round picks, and I, you know, again, I. Not that it's bad to have more picks, but those aren't the great the picks that you really want necessarily Mm -hmm. you want middle first round and up or top of the second round are preferable yeah in my opinion for sure um and then danny green shortly after joining the thunder gets moved straight to the sixers sixers find a way to get off that (laughs) shitty shitty al horford contract only giving up a first and a second round to get rid of it too so the thunder move up to 17 first round draft picks through the year 2026 or 2025 how many players are on a roster (laughs) yeah seriously yeah now you made a great point they will not be able to keep all of their first round picks just on their roster commissioner is going to go up there and be like you guys can't pick yeah you have too many players yeah we're skipping you in the draft but sixers get off of that terrible contract what's interesting to me is that the thunder take on this terrible contract that, that that is three more years and i know their championship window isn't necessarily within the next three years but why are you taking that contract for a late first round pick yeah that's a good question um i think you know they're they're obviously acquiring draft picks and looking at, at maybe making a run a few years from now you're probably not going to have salary cap issues because you have no one making a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So, you know, taking on that contract isn't that big a deal. But again, so if the if the Sixers, you know, are a are a contender and they're picking at the end of the the, you know, the draft, then that's a, this is a great deal for the Sixers. Yeah. If they if they have injuries, if they stumble, then it's a great deal for the Thunder. It kind of sure. depends on how the Sixers do. Um, obviously the Sixers needed to move that, that money out, um, because they, you know, they intend, you know, it looks like they should be a contender for the next few years, although they can't seem to stay healthy Yeah, yeah. and they still don't have anyone outside of Ben Simmons that can dribble a basketball, mm-hmm. literally that no one on the can dribble it at all. They yeah. just, yeah, they don't they know just, what to they do. Just, yeah. They hold it and they're like, uh, <laughs> um, but uh so i don't know we'll see we'll see how that goes um it it's you know it it seems like an awful trade to give up but <laughs> you you give up um picks and and you get denny green back who i i just i can't stand that guy um, yeah no you're ba- done with him based on i picked him to be player of the week yeah. one time and he was horrible all through the playoffs and that's it for missed him a, missed a potential game-winning shot and, yeah um Really was a bust with the Lakers overall. It mm-hmm. seemed like. Oh yeah, for at sure. At least inconsistent at the very, at, you know, if you're going to be positive about it. So. Yeah, um, and then the Sixers make another trade that doesn't necessarily solve the problem you were talking about, but they get just an absolute sniper, the statistically the best shooter of all time, and Seth Curry, and the number thirty-six pick for Josh Richardson. I don't know who they picked in that spot, but. Um, yeah, Josh Richardson to the Mavericks. I really like that. It's a score that probably comes off the bench for them. 
And, um, yeah, I mean, Sixers need shooting. They obviously still have not addressed the the ball handling issue other than Ben Simmons. But even even Ben Simmons in the half court is not ideal because you just play off him. And right. So, yeah, they still haven't addressed that issue, but they do get a little bit better at shooting because the thing is when, when you have Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons on the court together, they can both handle the ball relatively well for their position. They can both take care of that. You just need a guy that can shoot the ball when yeah. you have Ben Simmons and Joel on the court together. So although this doesn't address that ball handling issue, I think this is a great a great trade for the Sixers. Well uh, he's a you cannot double off of that guy. Like no. you, you gotta you gotta know where he's at at all times because he's such a great shooter. So that's gotta help spacing for for the other guys without question. No doubt. And then really the the big trades that happened, you know, we're, we're pretty late on this one, happened three days ago, but Chris Paul to the Suns for Kelly Oubre, Ricky, and Ricky Rubio. So I l- absolutely love this. We were talking about when we were speculating it, it to happen that if you're the Suns, you need to get Devin Booker in the playoffs if you want to keep him there. And Chris Paul right. not only probably does that for you, but also – I mean, who else do you want to mentor? Devin Booker and, and those other young players you got. So And also, Chris Paul, everywhere he's gone, has just made centers money. Yeah. Has made centers yeah. look like all-stars. You have a 22-year-old DeAndre Ayton. Like, he's so young still. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's so young still. So, you know, he's already, already averaging 18 and 8 or something. Yeah. So, I mean, what's Chris Paul going to do for him? Oh, know? yeah. Like, it, it turn him into an all-star caliber player. Probably. So yeah. it, Plus, you figure it'll take us another step forward this year. Yeah. And then Chris Paul's going to get him the ball in spots, in, you know, good spots. So, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that that trade, you know, for, for the Thunder, they also, the Thunder did move Ricky Rubio to the Wolves. There's just so many things that have happened in the last couple of days that – like this is out of date uh right kelly Oubre to the thunder he either got moved or was going to get moved um but yeah ricky rubio i did not realize that ricky rubio was so beloved in minnesota yeah something i didn't know he was a big uh, it was a big deal when he went there i remember that. i I remember that i don't i don't because he kind of he was relative relatively a bust I did not realize that Minnesota loved him so much. He was, you know, he's a fun, he's an exciting player to watch. He just can't shoot the ball, and it's hard to, yeah. you know, I 20 years ago, he, he, you know, would have been a nice point guard, but these days you, you do need to be able to shoot it. So it, it, you know, that just makes him tough to have on a on a really good team. Cause, yeah. Um, I mean, Ben Simmons can't shoot, but he's so elite at getting to the basket. Um, that he could kind of make up for that. But Rubio is just not – he's just a, a dynamic passer. Just a great facilitator. Old school point guard. Exactly. And, you know, in a game that's a lot different than it was then. So Yeah, and when you got a guy like Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Edwards, who supposedly is going to be a great three-level scorer, and then you also got D'Angelo Russell, who can – he's a point guard, but he can play off ball too, I'm pretty sure. So that, I think I really like that. Also, I don't see him and D'Angelo Russell being on the court together a ton. They'll probably – Ricky Rubio will be his backup, but yeah. So uh, the Thunder are looking to trade Kelly Oubre for a first round pick, by the mm, way. Okay. So they're looking to make it 18. Yeah, just might as well, may, yeah. why not? Just... Yeah. By the way, I just, 
I, I told this to you last night. I have not seen a GM in any sport bet on himself more than Sam Presti is right now. <laughs> yeah. Acquiring 17 first round picks, you know, you have, you start out with KD and, and Russell Westbrook and you get your way to Paul George and Russell Westbrook and, and then to Chris Paul and the, this young core. And now you have a few young guys and a shit ton of picks. So he's like 17 picks. I'll hit on three. Yeah, I'll hit three superstars, and then that's all I need. And then I think he also realizes that guys don't want to stay there. For, yeah, you know, so, yeah. Um, so you're gonna you're gonna end up trading those stars away when they hit the end of their contracts. I'm and curious. You got more yeah, picks stacked up to replace them, I guess. For sure, I'm curious to see if you know if this experiment works out. Will all will this be the formula for small market teams? Will it be just acquired draft capital and see what you can do with it because yeah. like you said i mean you know think about all the guys that are on small market teams they got drafted there almost every single time like they're almost no one signs with a small market team unless you're terry rogier and the hornets are offering you 60 million dollars yeah that's, and he's not on i mean i barely have heard of that guy. that's what like, i'm saying no that's what i'm saying like <laughs> yeah. montrez harrell yeah. is gonna get a bag from charlotte this year Right. That's why he's going to a small market team. Yeah. Like the, those are the guys that go to small market teams. Nicholas Batum getting twenty five million dollars a year from That's from insane. the yeah. So um, yeah, I think uh, what was the tweet that you you read me? You read a tweet to me I think last night about what if what if uh, Presti decided to package these picks for? Oh yeah, yeah. What if Presti decided to package these picks for Harden, Westbrook, and Kevin Durant? Imagine those three on the same team <laughs> together. Yeah. And yes, they were. At one time on the same team together and didn't get anywhere. So. No. Um, fuck the Thunder. Yeah, so fuck the Thunder. Robert Covington going Robert Covington going to the Blazers, which makes it feel like the Rockets really are about to blow everything up because he's a – I believe they just got a pick for him. And he's so. a guy – He this is a – this is a guy you add to a championship team, Robert Covington. He's mm -hmm. like a perfect role player to a championship team. He was there, you know, we, we say the player of the week is the MVP in their role. We don't we don't say he's like the best player that week. Robert Covington is almost always the MVP in his role and was in the right. playoffs as well. He he kind of like he he like was the electric tape that was keeping the um, the Rockets together there. Yeah, they, yeah. They I, I was playoffs. impressed with him. I think he's going to make a big difference on the Blazers. For sure. It's a great, great pickup for them. And then obviously the big one, Drew Holiday to the Bucks for George Hale, Eric Bledsoe. Three first-round picks <laughs> and two pick swaps. <laughs> so here's the thing. Um, and by the way, we'll get to this, uh, this Bogdan Bogdanovich trade that is not actually going through right. for the time being at least. But for now. Drew Holiday to the Bucks. What this means is if somehow. So by the way, Drew Holiday could walk after next year. Oh wow! So oh, they could lose both those guys. If they lose Drew Holiday, <laughs> and they don't, and Giannis finds himself being um, what uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, he he's not happy. Yeah, that's not the word, but he's not happy. If Giannis somehow some way leaves the Bucks, this is potentially worse than the Nets situation when they traded for Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce. Yeah, I mean you you I mean, first of all Drew Holiday, that great pickup. 
Oh you yeah, know, that, that's this is like they're they're gonna contend this year. I mean, they yeah should have last year too. Yeah, but I think he makes a big difference on that team. Uh, one no of the doubt. best defensive guards in the league, right? Yeah. So that's gonna help. And then I I think that was a hole on their team last year was was having a player like him. But but yeah, I mean if. <laughs> If you lose both those players and get, and then you've also given up all your picks, then you, you know, so you suck and the picks, then the picks are a lot more valuable than they, than they were. Mm -hmm. Um, It it looks like a disaster. So this is a all, this is an all in, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think, I think it's the right move because you, if you're a mill, if you're a market like Milwaukee, you know, you need to show that you can be a destination type type place. So um why not i mean i that's this is one of the things where i struggle with the nba um you know and you love you i've said it before you love the soap opera you love you love this shit yeah oh look where's he gonna go Ooh, <laughs> ooh, i heard he's gonna go here oh my god you know like and i you know it is interesting i i, I get into that a little bit too but but what i i struggle with the thing that i like about the nfl is it feels like any NFL team can win. Yeah. And, let, you know, there are places that can't, but it's because their ownership is bad, just like the Mariners can't win because their ownership yeah. has been bad. But, you know, Green Bay can win championships, mm-hmm. you know. Um, who else? Is, I'm trying to think of other teams that, that, you know, even Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's not a huge city, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so there, there are a lot of places where you can, you know, you can win any, any city. If you are smart, um, and put together a good roster, you can win. It's not all about the market. Yeah. Yeah, Kansas city. Um, so the NBA, it feels a lot more like there are just certain destinations and the players have so much control about where they go, which good for them. But as a fan, I don't necessarily like that, especially if I'm losing, if I'm, Cleveland now Cleveland is an inept owner too. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, you know we don't need to get into that, but you know if you're Cleveland and you have LeBron and he can just control where he goes, it, that sucks. Yeah, you know? it does. So it sucks for the fans, and then it sucks that the Lakers just can go get point to whoever they want and go get him. It feels like I know that's not true, but oh yeah, I think we want AD. Let's go. You know, let's get the best big man in the game. Yeah. Let's just, yeah, I, I think he we we want him. Let's just go get him. You know, you can't do that in the NFL. Um, so anyway, that, that's one of the things that I stru- that I struggle with. But um, so, yeah, I'd love to see the Bucks pan out. Um, you know, it was good to see Toronto, even though it was short lived. Mm-hmm. It was good to see them do something. Um, I want to see teams like that. I want I want every every city that that at least is trying to win, have a chance to win. Some of them just flat out can't no so if you're oklahoma city and fuck oklahoma city by the way um but they can't they're not a destination they gotta i mean they drafted players and and they all left you know so they um yeah if you're sam presti yeah okay i'm just gonna load up on picks and Mm -hmm. if they go they go i've got more coming in you know so and anyway um so yeah i would love to see the bucks pan out just for for the reason of you know just somebody else let's have somebody else instead of oh the Celtics and the and the Lakers and I don't know how the fuck the Knicks can't win yeah, again seriously. that's ownership yeah how the how the hell they've blown it for fifty years I, I have no idea in in that market 
where every player would want to play if they had a, a good owner and a, and a good GM. Mm-hmm. Like everybody would want that would be the destination. Yeah. LeBron would be in New York City right now if they had a better owner. Mm-hmm. No question. Yeah, for sure. Um, that's, I mean, yeah, you want to look at ineptitude. I think the Knicks are the definition of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so moving forward, we also got this Bogdanovich trade. So the Kings, speaking of ineptitude, the <laughs> Kings, they decided that they were going to go through the sign and trade deal with the Bucks, where they get DiVincenzo, DJ Wilson, and Ursan Ilyasova, I believe. Maybe someone else is in there too. They get those three guys, give up Bogey. The only problem is Bogey did not agree to any of this. Right. He just never – they didn't ask him if, if he wanted to do this sign-and-trade deal. So I don't know how much of this was Bogey not wanting to go to Milwaukee, which would be kind of weird to me, and how much of this is him being like, well, f- fuck you. Like, I didn't say I wanted to do this. Yeah. I could see myself kind of doing that. So That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Is This is the guy that was in John Wick, right? Is that him? No, or no, is that no, no. Else? That's Boban Marjanovic. Oh, fuck. I can't get it all straight. <laughs> Whatever. Then I don't care about this guy at Boban all. Boban is a giant. Bog- Bogdan Bogdanovich is a sniper from three. Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just tune in here for your NBA analysis. I've got everything you guys want to want to know. Yeah. Um, well, damn. Uh, I don't care because it's not the John Wick guy. Yeah, but, seriously. But this is what I mean about the players having a lot of control. Yeah. Like, I, I, you know, again, hey, if I'm a player, good, you know, that's good. Good, But as a fan, you don't necessarily want want that, want it to be like that. Yeah. So, so what I don't know is what guys like DiVincenzo will be thinking when they just thought they got packaged for this Bogdanovich oh, guy. Yeah. Um, it just tells you where they think your value kind of is. And I think that they, you know, a guy like DiVincenzo, DJ Wilson, Ursan Ilyasova, that's a lot to give up for, for this guy. I mean, DiVincenzo is a, a great young player. So I don't know how – I don't know what this means for the locker room in either instance. All I know is that Bogey is probably not going to be there come, come the, uh, December 22nd. I'm guessing there will still be a sign-in trade. And I wouldn't be surprised if it still went through to the Bucks, But uh, for the time being, it, it seems like just the Kings' lack of care for their players is going to cause this to fall through and, and potentially cause problems in both locker rooms. You know, yeah. I mean, uh, who, who really knows? But Well, if I were him... Like- wouldn't you want to go to the Bucks? Like, yeah, I mean, you... I definitely don't want to be in Sacramento. I mean, everybody assumes they're going to win the East now. Yeah. So, and Sacramento is terrible. See, it's also what... a really shitty city, by the way. Yeah, no, it's not so, good. Milwaukee may not be my first place choice to live, but Sacramento, yeah, that place is nasty. I hate yeah, that. Yeah, sucks I don't ass. Like that city. Sucks ass. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that's that's what makes me feel like it could just be a. Well, no, fuck you. You didn't even ask. Yeah, me. that that's yeah. what makes me feel like it could be one of those situations. Right. Just because why wouldn't you want to go to Milwaukee? Yeah, um, when you're already in Sacramento, so it's it's yeah. I don't know, but that'll be interesting to see how that develops. There will probably be you know trades that drop the second we turn off this recording. Oh yeah, it's gotta, how, it's gotta happen. That's that how way. it goes. So, 
yeah um those i think that that's it for the for the trades i think we kind of covered everything there so i guess let's move forward from the nba um, yay yeah move forward from the nba I'll, I'll be back when the sonics are back then i'll then i'll talk more nba yeah all right um, fucking Howard Schultz. Yeah, fuck, fuck Howard Schultz. Um, so I guess let's let's talk about the NFL a little bit. Um, Drew Brees broke his ribs and collapsed his lung, but Jameis uh. Winston came in and and looked solid. I guess so. It's yeah. I mean, they were. It was a pretty close game, and then they. I didn't pay attention to that game to I be honest either. with you, but I I I was like, oh whoa, they really pulled away when when Jameis came in. So he must not have throwing touchdowns to the other team like he did last year so yeah um oh by the way my lock of the week not good i had the over on the seahawks game oh yeah but my player of the week tj watt got two sacks nice yeah you called that one he got two sacks and then he also had a tackle for loss or two or something like that yeah um yeah so i just wanted to mention that but good work i'm just gonna look through the scores here uh brown's 10 texans 7 the Browns have played in some of the worst games in NFL history the last few weeks. Uh, Lions win on a Matt Prater walk-off. Matt Prater's kind of struggled, so it's good to see him get back to his form. By the way, I'm pretty sure he's like 100% on game-winning field goals. Wow. So he's he's got the clutch gene for sure. Um, let's see. What else we got? Eagles suck dick. Uh Panthers, Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> there was a, I there was a clip. So the how oh, Peterson, the um, Eagles coach. Mm. So you know, a lot of coaches they do a, a weekly radio show. Mm-hmm. You know, like Pete Carroll does one with Seven Ten here yeah. in town. Like it's part of their contract. So they don't, they have to do it, and they don't always like to do it. But um, so the. You know, the radio station's going, and it's like, oh, let's update that poll. Whose fault was the Eagles' loss? You know, 78% say Peterson. And, uh, oh, um, Coach is on the air with us now. Oh. He's like, yeah, thanks for the intro. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, this town, that city hates uh, Santa Claus. You know, they booed Santa Claus. So I got to be ugly. Got to be ugly there now. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, Yeah. All right. Anyway, I just thought that was funny. Yeah, no, that is. Moving forward. Dolphins moving to six and three. Two is three and oh. What the hell? I don't know. I don't know. They did play the Chargers, who I can't tell if they're a terrible football team or they should have a better record. I really don't know at this point. Herbert puts up the numbers and then they just lose the game. James Harden, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So obviously, y'all saw the the Bills Cardinals game, or at least the play in that game. Um, DeAndre Hopkins. Did you see the picture of the gloves? Yeah. How it was like yeah. the Jordan glove and then the Adidas and the Nike gloves right below it. Like that's a Jordan advertisement. Oh, man. Jordan advertisement. Um, <laughs> it's all the gloves. Yeah, seriously. Uh, but yeah, yeah, we might see some of that tonight. We might see some of those gloves tonight. Yeah, so. unfortunately. Yeah. Um, yeah, so DeAndre Hopkins, he just moved to a 99 in, in Madden, by the way. Uh, just thought I'd throw that out there. But, wow. Yeah. So, oh, here it is. Okay. That's that's a Jordan advertisement right. if I've ever seen one. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. Yeah. But great play by Hop. Yeah. Wish he wasn't on the 
fucking Cardinals. Yeah. Uh, fuck Bill O'Brien. He's in my Jimmy bucket. Bill O'Brien's oh. officially in the Jimmy oh, bucket. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, Saints, we already talked about that, kind of. They, yeah. you know, shout out to them beating the 49ers. And then the Patriots beating the Ravens. Yeah, that was surprising because they just lost to – well, they barely beat the Jets. Mm-hmm. Right? They barely beat the Jets. Um, and then they, they go out, and the Ravens are supposedly a Super Bowl contender. Um, some people even had them ahead of the Chiefs, you mm-hmm. know, going into the season. Um, and then the, the hapless, uh, Patriots go out and beat them. I, yeah. I think, and I've said it, I've said it and said it and said it. I think Lamar Jackson has, has been figured out. I mean, he's, yeah, he's, he's gonna, he's still a problem, but he's not putting up the number, the video game numbers like he did last year. Lamar Jackson went on the radio and was saying that defense was calling out their plays. Defenses were, so I don't know how much of it's Lamar Jackson or, you know, Roman was with Kaepernick, wasn't he? Yeah. And that got figured out. Right. So is yeah. it is it his offense? I mean, it's one of those things where you point Maybe. the finger, but But sometimes your offense gets figured out because your quarterback can is is not good at certain things. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So that's part of it too. So Yeah. Um and then also, I mean, when you got Bill Belichick game planning, you know, it's he's always going to have something. So you know, the the Patriots have had a good defense all year already, and then when you got Bill Belichick, he's he's played against he played against him last year. Saw already saw Lamar Jackson, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if Bill had something for him. But that other teams necessarily haven't pulled out yet. But I yeah. don't know. I, again, not an X's and O's guy. So yeah. All right, moving to uh, I guess away from the NFL now. John Clayton got let go. Oh, you're yeah, you're still in the NFL. If you're talking about John Clayton, well, yeah, no, I'm I'm still in the NFL, but <laughs> uh, away from the games. So I'm okay. Um, you know, there's a couple of things going on here. So first of all, um, you know, Clay, just a little history. You know, I John Clayton's one of the reasons I became a sports writer. Mm. So he was a he was a news tribute. There's a time. So when newspapers were still big. The News Tribune sports page was the the place to go. Yeah. Um, it was better than the Seattle Times. It was better than the PI. They had great reporters there. Now, they ended up losing them because they couldn't pay them. Um, but there's a there's a bunch of guys still out there. Clayton, um, I'm, I'm blanking on the names now, but there were reporters that you see on ESPN that started with the, T, the TNT. So, um, so. Clayton, he's a good man, first of all. Um, he was, you know, I guess the Schefter before Schefter. Um, uh, he's done local radio around here forever. Um, was on, you know, was one of the ESPN reporters, and they laid him off. And then the ESPN just laid off um, another 200 people recently. And let me tell you, they're not, they're not, you know, they're not. Uh, they're not laying off all the pretty people. Yeah. Right? So John Clayton, not not mm-hmm. <laughs> not a handsome dude. Mm-hmm. Um, you could probably on YouTube find his ESPN advertisement where he's in his mom's basement or whatever. Yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah. Um, so look that up if you've never seen that before. But um, you know, ESPN is keeping all the faces. Um, but yeah. So then Clayton 
gotta gotta deal with uh, the local radio station here, seven ten, which I. 710 had some promise if you're a sports radio person, but I think 950 is, is way ahead of them personally anymore. They've let some of their people go. But, yeah, they let Clayton go. And I don't think Clayton was a great radio personality. But, you know, 710 is having some trouble because of the COVID stuff. Um, and, you know, I, I just hate, I hate to see it. In my opinion, he's an icon. Um, especially locally for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't, I'm not big into, I, I don't know a ton of reporters. I don't know yeah. almost any radio personalities and I, I a hundred percent know who he is. So yeah. I mean, that just tells you, I, I think we've, we've gotten to the point in society. I, I don't want to go on too big of a rant here. Yeah. Like this could take hours as yeah. you know, but like if you're not pretty, or, and I mean male or female, I'm not just talking about female, so don't give me any of that crap. <laughs> like, if you're not if you're not a pretty man or a pretty woman, harder to get a gig. That's always been the case. Or you need to have a big, ridiculous opinion every time you talk. Skip Bayless looks like a fucking gremlin. But... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know that uh, Stephen A is the prettiest guy in the world yeah. either. Um, so you have to, you have to have ridiculous opinions and nobody ever nobody comes back and lists how many times they were wrong you know mm. they they point out when they were right when they they hit one out of ten um you know they take wild swings right they take yeah. wild swings and they hit it out of the park one out of every ten times and they strike out the other nine and uh you know we just all let it go but it's all on us as viewers we're the ones that i mean we're the ones watching it so they give us what what we want mm-hmm um, so anyway, I just, it just, it really, when I saw that with Clayton on a local radio station, it just really hit a nerve with me. Yeah. Um, so he still has gigs. Like he's still, he's still appearing on some radio shows I and mean, he, he'll, he'll keep plenty busy. He's not a young man, you yeah. know, so he probably doesn't need to work every day, but I just think the guy is, is one of the best reporters that there's ever been. He is in the hall of fame. Um, I did not there, know that. Yeah, I mean he's he's amazing, and uh, you know I I wish him well, and you know yes, you know at seven ten, you know come on, but you have a couple other people on that station that are are offer nothing. They mm-hmm. also got rid of uh, the the big coog, uh, Jim Moore. Oh really? Yeah, I actually didn't mind him. I don't think. Yeah, he's pretty good on the radio. Um, I you know he drove me nuts with his Coog stuff. Yeah, but yeah. When he was a reporter, uh, a columnist with the PI, that was a must read for me when he did that before the PI had to had to close up shop. Um, he was a fun writer. He just you know, I liked his stick kind of. Oh, I'm just fucking around here and yeah. you know I don't really know what I'm doing. I I just liked I liked the way he did it. I just didn't characterize that very well, but he. I, I liked him on the radio. He was fine. So they, yeah, they got, they got rid of people who actually are, can report sports yeah. and kept people who, I don't know if you listen to a couple of their mid midday shows. I mean, come on, it's just a bunch of air. Yeah. So anyway, okay. Sorry. Big rant. I'll, I'll, I'll move on from that, but best of luck to John Clayton for sure. Best of luck. And yeah, moving, moving forward. We got Stanford quarterback costing you some money for with the false positive. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is, don't bet. Don't people. bet. Don't, don't bet. bet. Especially don't bet. on college football. Um, yeah, yeah. So there's a false positive that caused the Stanford quarterback to sit out. And 
it just it sucks ass for Stanford, sucks ass for the kids, sucks ass yeah. for everyone involved. And I just hope that they can get these tests to a point where there's no a there's no false positives because that's scary, and yeah. and b hopefully we get to a point where we can just rerun those real quick or or i thought that was the point of this testing that um the 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 pac-12 commissioner was all excited about that he had to announce himself i thought that was the point to avoid these scenarios but um yeah it's it it just sucks for the kid and his teammates i mean that's you know that's the bottom line yeah fans and like that's it just it's you know it's there's enough shit going on mm-hmm. like you shouldn't have to sit out of game when when it was a false positive i mean that's that, i feel bad i yeah. feel bad for that kid sucks ass um i guess let's update now's a good time to update the pack 12 a little bit so i'm going to pull up the standings real quick but what i can tell you off the rip is UW is one and oh so we're number 1 yeah number 1 baby <laughs> um yeah, so let's see. We got. It's been it's been interesting. We've had some cancellations. Um, I will say I was shocked. So last last week on I don't know when it was Wednesday or Thursday, we find out that um, Arizona State can't play because mm-hmm. a bunch of their team has it, including uh, Herm Edwards. I hope they're all doing well. Yeah, sounds like they're coming along. And you, I believe Utah. Yeah, Utah couldn't play because they have they have some issues. So, um, so that left Cal, who already had their game canceled because they had one positive. I don't don't want to go down that road yeah. again. But they should they should have been able to play UW that week. Yeah, that left Cal and UCLA without a game, and they actually pulled Pac-12 pulled their shit together and had them play Sunday morning before the NFL got going. Um, I was surprised that they were they were that Me quick too. on their feet, but Me that's too. the way we got to do it. Yeah, right. That's the way we got to do it. And they also, they just approved that you can play non-conference. So, let's say on Wednesday you find out your opponent can't play, you could call around and see wow. who wants to play. That's and awesome. There, there's some testing, you know, scenarios that they have to figure out with that. But I, yeah, that's the way it is. Like, just fucking play somebody. Seriously. Uh, you know, last Saturday. I going into the game, I was I'm like they're just not UW's not going to get to play. Yeah. Not, something's going to go wrong. Like it's just you know, I didn't believe it until I saw foot hit ball to start the game, um, and all along I'm like this may be the only game I get to watch this year of mm-hmm. UW football, and I still don't know. I yeah. still it could be they might finish the season one and zero. I don't know, but I thought it was great. Um, shocking that UCLA destroyed Cal in that that game i don't you know obviously both of those teams weren't even supposed to play each other at all this year so mm-hmm. normally in an off season you you obviously you know take it one week at a time but in the off season you you are gathering shit for all of your opponents so you look at your schedule and you start you have staff put together film for all the teams you're going to play and you have you have it kind of ready to go you know, you don't just wake up on Sunday and say, oh, we're playing uh, Arizona this week. I guess we better figure them out. Yeah. You know, they have stuff already. So it's not as big a deal if they're on your schedule. But if they're not on your schedule, then you really have no fucking idea. Right. Like they both teams go into it blind. But I thought Cal having – supposedly having the defense would 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 be at an advantage mm-hmm. because you would think your defense – 
is the one that, that doesn't need as much prep. Just, be, yeah. you know, if you have these superior athletes. But UCLA, who's been terrible, uh, just, just took Cal apart. So I don't know if some of that's UCLA had already played a game and Cal hadn't. We talked about that before. Um, most coaches believe, most people believe that you make your biggest improvement from game one to game two. So if you haven't played and the other team has, that's that's an advantage yeah. uh, to the team that has played. So that was interesting. Um, Wazoo cooked it in the first in the <laughs> first half instead of the second half. They you know they got three turnovers and had a pretty big lead, but ended up losing forty three to twenty nine. Colorado are they legit? I don't know, but they've won two games now. Kind of surprising. And they beat Stanford. I think Stanford is on the decline. Stanford's 0-2, so it's... Yeah, they, and they had a little bit of a tough year last year. I think the new... This hasn't been talked about a lot, but I think the new recruiting, the new signing deadline has hurt Stanford because you can sign earlier, but Stanford doesn't accept you earlier. Oh, yeah. So if you're going to sign with Stanford, you better be sure that they've you're, you're getting accepted there. Yeah. I think that's hurt Stanford. That makes sense. USC... Huge fraud, two and zero, barely slipped by a bad air. What I hope is a bad Arizona team. Yeah. They play UW this week, and then um, USC barely beat. Who did they play before? I don't remember. Um, but they they pulled out games at the very end um, against teams they should not be playing close games with. ASU and Arizona, right? Um, and uh, and now, you know, if this game gets played, they're going to have. Utah, Utah hasn't played a game yet. I don't yeah, think. Yeah, no, they haven't. They haven't. So UCUSC's played two games now. Normally, I would say Utah is going to thump USC. I hope that happens, but USC has a huge advantage having played two football yeah. games. So yeah. they may get another third. They may be three and zero and be mm-hmm. the biggest frauds in the country. They're ranked number twenty now. It's insane. If they beat Utah. They'll probably move up. So. I don't know, you know, and then, you know, as far as uh, this upcoming week goes, um, Arizona uh, at Washington, 5 o'clock on Saturday. Um, and we'll see. You know, I just this has been so unpredictable, mm-hmm. um, you know, as far as college football goes this year. There's been a lot of upsets. Um, so that'll, you know, that'll be fun to watch. Hopefully they'll, they'll get the game in. Um, and we'll just, we'll just see where it all goes, but, um, yeah, that's, that's about, that's about it. Yeah. All right. And we have a little bit of MLB news. First female, uh, general manager to lead a major league baseball team or any professional sports yeah, team for that matter. First, first Asian, I believe first Asian, uh, baseball GM too. Yeah. I think I heard that. I, yeah. I, I think, I think that's the case too. Yeah. Yes. So, shout out to Kim Ang. I believe it's pronounced Ang. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, it's great. And yeah, I should probably get all emotional when somebody has a bad game and trade them. <laughs> you know, like they always say about a winning president. You yeah. He's going to push yeah. the button. Yeah. Um, no, just, anyway, it's asinine. Hope, hope her period doesn't line up with the trade deadline. Oh my god! Oh, we just got. Canceled. It's a joke. We just it's a, got. Yeah, don't it's a. Cancel it's us. a comedy joke. It's a joke. It's, it's a, a funny joke. haha. Yeah. Of course, I. I imagine she's perfectly. Uh, yeah. I mean, she's I, she's she's been deep within baseball. For yeah, a long she's been time. talked about for a long time. Yeah. She was a candidate with the Mariners. I know. At one I didn't point even know that. When, yeah. When Depoto got hired, and who knows, maybe she would have won something. Unlike yeah. Depoto. 
the Poto has things going in the right direction. But they haven't <laughs> won shit yet. So. Yeah. Um, anyway, I yeah, I wish her I, I wish her well. I think there's a lot of pressure on her because for sure, yeah. She basically, if uh, people are stupid, rich white owners are stupid. Yeah. So um. So if if it doesn't go well, then it may. You know, I don't want people to be chance. able to say, see, yeah. Like, By the way, so Derek want. Jeter runs that organization, right? He's yeah. He's like, so if he fires her, does he send her out with like a, a gift basket? Oh, or Jesus Christ. <laughs> How does that oh, work? Oh my God. Now he's married. So it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But just, just a nice gesture <laughs> when you send someone out the door to give him a gift, gift basket, you know, oh, I just think that's how you do it. That's yeah. how a gentleman does it. For Mason. sure. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. You can learn from, from these things. Oh, so man. yeah, no, seriously though. I, 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 I wish her well because I, again, I, you know, um, there, why, there's no reason she can't do it. Uh, she's from what I understand performed well at the jobs that she's done. It was very deserving of the opportunity. Um, and, uh, yeah, again, just a lot of, a, a lot riding on her shoulders, Yeah, it, you know, um, you're going to see more women. You, you, we've seen some assistant coaches in the NFL, even refs and stuff. I mean, it's been slowly kind of yeah. picking up. So, yeah. And, so why not? Because you know what? There are a lot of stupid fucking GMs and a lot of stupid refs. Yeah. So if we could add a whole nother segment of the population, yeah, you know, I, I'm all for it because it, sure. it can't get worse. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, I just I just hope that you know, I hope that she's good so it doesn't allow people to say see like look. Yeah, I know. Cuz that could very well happen, but if, yeah, she, it could. if she kills it then you know that that helps open the door for a lot of for a lot of other women and a lot of other Asian Americans or just uh, Asians in general. So, yeah. Yeah, any just non-white dudes. Yeah, pretty much. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she she's kind of representing it right now. Yeah. So, shout out to her and uh, uh best of luck. Also, uh, you're taking on the Marlins. I mean, ugh. yeah, it's rough. It's tough, but yeah. Um all right, so right here just says Wichita State situation. I don't even know oh, what that man. refers to. Let me let me get into my okay. notes here. So, uh their their head coach bear with me for a second here. Uh, maybe sing a song or something to keep everybody entertained. Do you know the Muffin Man? The muffin <laughs> that, man that's what came muffin. into your head? I don't know, yeah. <laughs> okay. So their head coach, whose name I'm forgetting, Marshall, something Marshall. Can you look that up real quick? Uh, football or basketball? Basketball. So um, has been a highly respected coach. Took them to the Final Four in 2013. Um Greg Marshall. Greg Marshall. Okay. Uh, so Greg Marshall has been there for a while. He has a 331 and 121 record at mm-hmm. Wichita State. Very good. By the way, he coaches at Wichita State. You know, you know, what do you know about Wichita other than Wichita State? It's white. Yeah. And what do you know it's what state white. it's in? Kansas. Good job. You know, you could you could get in in Kansas, you could get shit-faced. Okay? And have someone carry to your car and put it in cruise control for you, and you could just make it home because it's just flat and straight. It's straight, yeah. yeah you're not, there's no other people either. You're not going to hit anybody or do any damage. So if you've driven through Kansas, you know what I mean. You can literally fall asleep for an hour and nothing happens. Oh, my God. That's it's amazing. Funny. So anyway, so he did a great job there. Took him to a Final Four. Yeah. 
Um, and and has been in contention. That's where my boy Freddie Van Vliet. Coach, went. I was just gonna say, Coach Fred Van Vliet. Yeah. Um, but some things have come out recently. First of all, it seemed odd in the offseason. They had four guys transfer. Um, one of them, Eric Stevenson, transferred to UW actually. Oh, okay. And it has immediate eligibility, which nice. they, they desperately need. Yeah. Um, but some stuff came out. So he supposedly punched. Uh, Shaq Morris, one of their players, oh, a couple years yeah. ago. Yeah, damn, um, I forgot about. I saw and, that headline. And other people have backed up that claim. Mm. He also choked an assistant coach. The assistant coach has not commented on that. That was a couple years ago. He uh, told a there's a, a player that they had that was Native American. Told him to get back on his horse. Awesome. Um, and also made some howling noise howling noises which i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do on the podcast <gasps> yeah don't recreate <laughs> just you can imagine but you know what you know what i mean you know you put your your uh, yeah, yeah, yeah i'm not yeah, gonna yeah, do yeah, it yeah. i'm not gonna do it because i don't need that on the internet um and then again four scholarship players leave in the offseason from a team that was good and yeah it's not like they're bad yeah um so he he did get let go, got a I think a six million dollar settlement or something like that. All right. Um, yeah. Which hey man, uh, I'll punch somebody and choke somebody for six million. Seriously, I know. <laughs> I'll but do I'll do that to you right now. But it's just nuts that uh, you know some of that stuff stayed under wraps for a couple years, um, and uh, I I don't know. It's I he was thought of as one of the best coaches in the game yeah so it's just it's amazing and you know uh, tough love tough love (laughs) yeah 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 um but yeah i think you know the tough love coaches are their their careers are in trouble now there's a difference between swearing at kids and yelling at them and demeaning them um versus punching them and being racist and being racist yeah Yeah. there's definitely a difference there Um, so that being said, even the yellers are, I, I think, as as each generation comes in, it's harder and harder. Yeah. Uh, you know, for that type of coach to, you know, because people are just more sensitive, mm-hmm. you know, and and plus videos get out. That's yeah. the big one yeah, too. Yeah. So you could say whatever the fuck you wanted in practice, you know, twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. Now there might be someone taking a video could of be. it, and it might end up on Twitter. Could be. So anyway. I just thought that was that was interesting. Yeah, um, for sure. I I saw that headline. I did not. I didn't know all the details though. Yeah. Yeah. And I know when when Eric Stevenson transferred out of there, I was like, wow, that's kind of weird. He was at a good. That's a good program. Um, he was, but he basically what Stevenson said. This was a while ago, but he said, you know, I lost my confidence because basically it became a thing where if you make one mistake, they pull you out. So, Oh damn. Make a bad pass, pull you out. Right. Take a bad shot, pull you out. Now there are times where I would do that too, but, but you don't do that every time. No, because I mean, you like your kids can't play then. Yeah. They won't be able to just play the game. And there were times like you could pull somebody out. And I'm thinking of coaching baseball and softball where you pull somebody out just because you want to talk to them and Mm. encourage them. Yeah. But I don't think that's what Stevenson was doing. I don't think he was like, hey, man, it's all right. You know, just, ne- you know, what did you just tell me what you saw? Okay. Well, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think it was like that. Mm-mm. I think it was, you know, and I won't say what I think he said. But I, anyway, I yeah, um, pretty, pretty bad. And, you know, Wichita State, 
uh, yeah, where do they go from here? I mean, I don't. Stuff. You know, it's yeah, a tough one. It's probably um, not going to get. I don't think uh, the Kentucky coach is going to leave and go there. Yeah, Calipari. Yeah, yeah, it's probably not going to happen. Um, yeah. So anyway, that's all I got on that. Oh yes. Seems like he probably should have just stayed with the Yanks and, and yeah. built his legacy because yep. 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, or you could also argue the other way. Good thing he got his money while he could, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Whatever. I was just going to reset something real quick. Um, yeah. <laughs> right, moving on to mine. We've got mostly Joe Judge, but also Mark Lombo. much more to say about it yeah you know joe judge i mean people really wondered why he was hired yeah you know he's you know that was a very strange hire the new york giants were have been one of the best franchises over the last 40 years Mm -hmm. but they've made some really curious decisions of late so i don't know maybe they're on the since coughlin really i mean it's it's been pretty rough yeah Um, yeah for sure yeah, all right. Let's move into our players of the week. Do you have yours ready? Yeah, so I'm going <laughs> to I keep I kind of keep doing the same thing over and over again. I'm just going to ride this until it until it hits, but so you know, I think you know the let Russ cook thing people are it's almost a joke now. Mm-hmm. I I think this week, you know, it's going to be more like, let's let him use the microwave. Yeah. Let's let him heat some shit up. Yeah. So I think you're going to see, and it sounds like Chris Carson's probably out. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see about that. Um, but uh, I think Carlos Hyde is going to have a, going to have a really big game tonight. Okay. Yeah. And uh, that will, I think that will help. I, that will help Russ you know, heat some shit up. So I think he's, he's going to have a good, good game, but not, not a five TD game yeah. for Russ, but he has a good solid game, gets back on track. Um, and sure. I think establish the run, baby, establish the run, establish the run or establish the Russ, pick your poison. <laughs> but yeah, I, no, I, I like that pick for sure. Uh, and I hope, I mean, yeah, I hope he, I hope he kills it tonight, but, um, my player is going to be, the boy, Jameis Winston. Wow. Going against the Falcons. Jameis, you know, I think this is a Jameis game. I think it's got Jameis written all over it. Is he going to be the player of the week for the Falcons? Or- <laughs> and I'm <laughs> not saying. going to throw touchdowns I'm not too? saying. I'm hedging my bet. So either way, it's it's good. He's uh, going to throw touchdowns to somebody. Yeah, yeah. So no. which team. Yeah, I think I think Jameis, he looks good. He, he looks trim i think he's gonna come out and and with sean payton's mind he will yeah i think he'll he'll carve out the the falcons and have have a game that makes us question you know should a team go out and try to get him next year should should they sign him pay him 
Um, yeah, I w- and maybe maybe it'll be the Saints. You know, yeah, who knows? that's the thing. That's the thing because I mean, at this point, it almost looks like a guarantee that Drew Brees isn't going to play next year. Kind of looks that way. So a yeah. lot of people, you know, he signed a two-year deal, but a lot of people speculated that that was more for the salary cap. Yeah, um, it's hard to sign a one-year deal because it all goes on that cap. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to win this year, you want to keep pushing that money forward and forward mm-hmm. and forward. And the Saints have done some cap gymnastics. I mean, it's yeah. it's pretty crazy how they've gotten their situation to work. But um, and Jameis, you know, I I think I mentioned this to you. He comes in the game, and I was like, "Who's that?" But but it was because I he, I looked at him and I didn't recognize him. Yeah, like his face looks thinner. No, he definitely looks a lot thinner. He looks like a different guy to me. Yeah. So he that that to me tells me that he he wants it. Mm-hmm. Like he he realizes that he's not the shit and mm-hmm. he's not just happy with being the number 1 pick in the draft that he wants to try to turn it around. Will he be able to? We don't know. Right. Um but but he obviously you know took it to heart when he when he got cut or let yeah. go by by uh, Tampa Bay. Um, so he's making the most of this opportunity. So I like to see that, even though I think he's a little bit of a, you know, maybe he's a rapist, stole some crab legs. Oh yeah. I forgot about all that shit. Um, so I don't root for the guy, but I, I always root for somebody to turn their life around. Like I don't, I don't root for him to, you know, rape more people. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like some that people... probably goes without being said, but yeah, yeah, no, I'm with you there. Like, I'm with you there. You know, when Donald Trump got elected, people wanted him to fail. I didn't want him to fail. Yeah, you want the country to be worse. I hope worse? he became a different guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I hope he was. I hoped he was gonna be I hope awesome. He like shed his skin and yeah. like the lizard human came out. I don't and... root for people to be, to to suck. Like no. that's not what I want to yeah. see. Yeah. So I hope he. I hope he. I hope he's a become has become a better person and, yeah. and a better football player for sure. Um, yeah. and he is my player of the week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll see what um, happens there. So, all right, let's move into our locks. Do you do you want to go first, or do you want me to? So I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with the over on the Packers Colts. Interesting. Uh, the number that I'm looking at right now is 51 and a half. Hmm. Okay. Let's see. I think I. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Not not okay. a big fan of that one, huh? Okay. I see you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I am actually, my lock is also coming from that game. Uh Oh, I'm taking, well, I, I placed a, a bet of Packers plus one ESPN has Indy minus two. So I'm taking Packers plus two for my lock of the week. Okay. Um, yeah, that's my one and a half on that. That one site that I'm looking at. The one site, yeah. <laughs> the one site, yeah. So that's how I, I, I had. Hey, how the fuck you doing? <laughs> how you doing, man? <laughs> how the fuck you doing? <laughs> it's uh, yeah, no, no. I um, I I had it at one and a half too, actually, for okay. for that. But ESPN has them at two, so I'm just gonna. No, uh, you want your. You want just gonna your give points. give myself okay. give myself the two, uh, for for the lock of the week at least. So yeah, Packers plus two. Give me that. I think they're going to win this game. So I just, yeah, I'm taking that all day. Um, yeah. Uh, do you got anything Anything else? Go dogs. Go dogs. Fuck got... Irish Schultz. Oh, what do you think is going to happen tonight? Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how we didn't. Okay, so oh, we got. Yeah, fuck Howard Schultz. Fuck yeah. Howard Schultz. Yeah. Go dogs. That happens every night. Yeah. Um, all right, so we got. We got obviously the Seahawks Cardinals. Seahawks minus three. 
That seems a little weird. It's to such me. a shit show of a bet. Like yeah. I, I really just don't know. It's one honest. of these things. So, momentum in sports is an interesting thing. So, if you know, if the Cardinals, if the Cardinals don't get that amazing play at the end of the game, then they're sitting there at five and four, five and four, and they're they're an afterthought mm-hmm. still, but. They hit that amazing play, and they're six and three, and they're 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 listed at the top of the division right yeah. now. And and just the Seahawks have have come off three three out of the last four games have been yeah. dog shit. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, the, obviously the Cardinals beat them recently. The Cardinals never led in that game. Yeah. <laughs> until the game was over. Yeah. That's when they led, right when it ended. So I don't know. I I don't. I I think the Seahawks will win this game. I don't love, you know. I don't know. I don't know that I love the three points. It might three be, is maybe be closer than that. I'm, I'm a little surprised the Seahawks are favored. I am honestly. too. Yeah, I am too. You would think that that line. I thought the line might come down because people would ride the the Cardinals win. A I, I'm bit. still unaware of how much home field affects the lines because if it's still three points, then yeah. it's a flat line. But that's still, I don't know. I, I've heard that, the it's like the the bookies are, are not factoring the fans in at all. Like if it's a, if it's a home game, it's a home game pretty much. All right. I mean, that's kind of how they're, they're playing it. Um, so, and that, that's true in a lot of places. I think in Seattle, it, it you know, if, if we had fans there, I would feel a lot better about minus three. Yeah. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Um, so I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I, I, I do think that they're going to, I, I, Here's what I hope will happen. I hope that they – I hope that, again, let let Russ heat stuff up in the microwave. Yeah. That's the yeah. new phrase, by the way. It's going to yeah. catch on Twitter. Let, let Hashtag. Pre- let Russ preheat. Let, <laughs> yeah. Um, I hope that they will run more mm-hmm. but still pass some on early downs. Like I want them to – I want there to be a mix. I feel like they, they let him turn up the heat too much. Yeah. They let Russ – don't – Russ doesn't need to cook the whole meal. Yeah. Let him let him cook the entree. Mm-hmm. Um, he needs a sous chef. Yeah. Yeah, You so you got to have some running game. And some of that is they didn't have a running back. They had a, a fourth-round pick, mm-hmm. uh, Travis Homer, who barely – I don't even know if he should be in the league – and then you have a guy that's been out of the league for two years. So those were your running backs. Yeah. So, you know, I think it'll be – you have more balance when you get your, your boys back. I mean, they have a potential next – not not tonight, but next week. They could have – legitimately, they could have Carlos Hyde, who's probably already back. They could have Chris Carson. He's likely to be back. And they and I'm hearing that Penny could even, oh, could wow. even be back. That'd be awesome. So they could, they could go from – DJ Dallas, Alex Collins, and Travis Homer to uh, Carson, Penny, and Hyde. Yeah, like that's be great. a little bit of an upgrade. That'd be great. So I, I I hope that happens because I, I think that's I think that's been a bigger problem than people have wanted to admit the last few weeks. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I for, by the way, for my pick in this game, I would take the Seahawks straight up. I wouldn't touch this minus three with a. You know, I yeah. wouldn't touch it with my money at all. So, uh, I, you know, if I were to have to bet on this, I would probably take the Seahawks just because. But, um, like, I'm not confident in that at mm, all. No. Either bet, I either way, like, if I took that bet either way, I would feel like I was wrong right when I hit 
right when I hit like pay or whatever. Yeah. So, um, and I think, uh, I think that's what Vegas loves by the way. They yeah. want people playing yeah. both sides, but yeah, this is obviously, I, I think we, we talked about it before, but this game is huge. I, you know, it, it isn't technically a must win, but it feels like it. It, it pretty, I mean, you can, it's right there. Yeah. Like you, I mean, you, you, if you lose it, you're probably still going to go to the playoffs, but you can forget about the division probably. Mm. Um, the 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 psyche of this town, I just can't. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be so in the dumps if they lose this game tonight because mm-hmm. that'll be four out of five. They feel like frauds. So, I, yeah, this is a, a, a big of a regular season game in the, in the middle of a season as you can have. Yeah. All right. Um, you got anything else? That's it. Go Hawks, go Huskies. Yeah, go Hawks, go Dogs. Fuck Howard Schultz. Bring them back. All the usual shit. Um, If you made it this far, thank you very much. You're you're dope. You're crazy. Um, Ebook on Amazon, hardcover on Lulu. Follow us on Twitter, at Mason Charles Co., at Aaron Co. 29. Subscribe. The percent's going up, but it's still not at 100, so that's some bullshit. Do it now. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Um, yeah. Thank you very much and uh Thank peace you. out. See ya.